0: I just want to point out a couple of things about the story regarding um, learning to follow guidance and trust before I move on to the next audio. Um, one thing I want to point out is what was happening during this period of time, as I mentioned at the beginning of the series, was I was learning to ask Holy Spirit about everything instead of thinking for myself. Uh, I was learning to ask Holy Spirit for guidance, and some of this guidance was written down. Some of this guidance wasn't written down, but I was no longer depending on Regina to know what to do. For example, when the house didn't sell, um, I received the guidance, the encouragement from the Holy Spirit to go ahead and get in the car and drive to North Carolina anyway, as I had originally planned, and that's what I did. At a prior time, I would have been trying to control the situation in some way. I don't know what I would have done. Maybe I would have called the realtor and said, we need to put this back on the market. You know, The house sold in one day before. It'll probably sell in one day again. You know, who knows what I would have done? But I would have been trying to figure out what can I do to fix this situation and make it be the way I need it to be in order for me to feel safe. And what you saw in this series is I didn't do that. Uh, I, I was not listening to my own conditioning, not listening to my own previous way of thinking or perceiving. I was listening to Holy Spirit, trusting that guidance and following it. The other thing I want to show you is when I was writing with Holy Spirit, journaling with Holy Spirit, I want to show you how I asked questions. You know, I'm reminded of the movie Peaceful Warrior. If you haven't seen that, it's a, a great movie, Peaceful Warrior. Warrior. And in that movie, the student, Dan Millman, had a teacher named Socrates. And there's a point in the movie where Socrates tells Dan Millman, he has all these questions for his teacher. And uh, Socrates tells Dan Millman, you need to learn how to ask better questions. And it's true that we only get, well, let me put it this way, the quality of the answer we receive depends on the quality of the question right? The quality of the answer we receive depends on the quality of the question, which means we need to ask really good questions. So let me just show you again how I was asking questions since these videos are pretty quick and you may not have caught that. So for example, this was before I left Massachusetts. This is when we found out that the The buyer's loan had fallen through and we were not going to be closing on Thursday like we were supposed to. So notice my question. If I look at form, it appears things aren't going as well as they could and it could get worse. I am noticing I feel like a victim. I am noticing fear. It seems like someone must be guilty of screwing something up And it seems like there is a domino effect of victims. It also seems like cause is in the world and we the people are victims of its effects. So what I'm doing here is I'm noticing everything that I believe. And this is what I call true confession. I'm sharing my honest perception with inner wisdom. I'm not trying to look spiritual or pretend like I have a higher way of seeing than I do. I'm just being honest. This is what's going on. I feel like a victim. I'm in fear. I think somebody screwed something up. I think the world is cause and we the people are victims, right? But then notice the next thing I say, with all that said, right, now that I've done my true confession, (laughs) with all that said, now I shift. I remember my purpose, and it's a shared purpose with you, inner wisdom, awakening, right? This is what I want most of all. So I let my thoughts and my beliefs about the situation and the world go, and I come to you to listen, and then I just say, what would you like to share with me now? So there's an acknowledgement of what I believe, an acknowledgement of what I feel, And then a shifting into true purpose, a shifting into letting go of everything I think and only wanting to hear what inner wisdom shares. And then the guidance comes. I'm gonna scroll down to another example, which was near the end. There actually are several messages that came over those days that I haven't shared in the snippets course, I've shared what I feel is most valuable. All right, here, this is the one I wanted to get to. This is after I arrived in North Carolina. And um, remember, the movers were missing in action. (laughs) We didn't know where my furniture was. And uh, my sister-in-law said, I'm going to divorce your brother. You shouldn't have come. So let's look at these questions under July 6th. There seems to be so much happening in form. Immediately I go into, accepting that all form serves the purpose of awakening. In other words, I know there's something in all of this, what appears to be mess up. (laughs) It appears to be blow up. I know there's something in all of this for me to learn. And that's what I want. What can I learn from this? So there seems to be so much happening in form, accepting that all form serves the purpose of awakening, I am eager to hear what you will share with me on everything. And then I take one of those challenges. Let's start with my sister-in-law. She seems very angry at my brother for everything and says that she wants a divorce. So I'm sharing my perception again. Seeing that we have moved here in what seems to be the midst of family turmoil, what would you share with me regarding this situation and true purpose so notice again i'm not asking how can i talk my sister-in-law into forgiving my brother or how can i talk my brother into forgiving differently Uh, sorry how can i talk my brother into acting differently so that he'll please my sister-in-law you know i'm not saying how can i make all this work out the way i want i'm saying what do you have to share with me you know when we remember that my true purpose is awakening And the answer that Holy Spirit gives is a general type of answer. Holy Spirit is explaining that each person has the same egoic foundation. And that one way I can start to see that we aren't separate people, completely different people, is by noticing even the ego is the same in everyone, right? Notice when I look at my sister in law's anger, notice that she's actually coming from unworthiness, right? Her unworthiness was triggered by my brother's actions. And everything she's saying, everything she's doing is a manifestation of her belief in her unworthiness. You know, look at my brother and notice my brother thinks that there's lack in his life. He believes in this lack and he's trying to fulfill himself with this outside stuff, right, doing these things that he's doing, constantly trying to fulfill himself. And look at everyone in the world and notice that everyone is coming from unworthiness, lack, fear you know it's manifesting in different ways but it's the same egoic foundation and when you come to see this generalization the same egoic foundation in everyone you're actually getting pretty close to seeing our oneness right sameness leads to oneness so the answer is an answer that is helpful way beyond this particular situation and in fact it's that particular answer that i practiced for years as i looked at people i kept looking at that sameness All right, what when I come to the next question, what about the seeming challenges of the move. Each step within the logistics seems to display a consistent pattern it's bumpy and then it works out, is this a statement about my state of mind that I should be aware of what can I learn from this seeming pattern in form in anything and then. Holy Spirit goes on to talk to me about how my mind is transitioning and what it's like when a mind is transitioning from belief in the world to trust and inner guidance. So again, I just wanted to share with you a little bit about how I ask these questions, because the real reason I share these snippets isn't to tell the story of Regina. I don't think the story of Regina in itself matters. But there are some things in the story of Regina that may be helpful to you as you're finding your own path to enlightenment and learning how to ask these questions is one of those things. There's one more thing I would like to share with you. I'm going to share my screen again. This is the playlist that you're listening to RDA early teachings. Uh, One of the things I want to notice, I want you to notice, and I'll just click on any video, I happen to be clicking on a video that's early in the playlist called How to Ask Holy Spirit a Question, very related to what we just talked about. But when I click on a video, um, I want you to notice that underneath each video, it tells you where you can go to listen to the whole audio. Because each of these videos is just a small portion. Now, I don't think you need to listen to every one of these longer audios in length. I've given you the snippets. I think that's what's most valuable. But in some cases for you, there may be something in the audio that I did not share that is really helpful. And what will happen is you may begin to feel a prompt to go listen to that particular audio in full. When you do, just go down into the description, click on the link, and that will take you to where you can find that particular audio in full. I always give you the date so you can find the date and you can listen to that whole audio. So again, trust your guidance, trust your inner promptings. When you feel that prompt to go and listen to an audio in full, go and listen to that audio, uh, audio in full. There's something in there that's not in the snippets that's just for you. All right, I'm moving on to the next audio. Uh, posting more snippets. And maybe I'll chat with you later in this playlist. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Bye.